Good morning, good evening, and possibly even good afternoon. Wherever you're listening, however you're listening, and whenever you are listening to this, I thank you and I welcome you in to the beginning of the Shallow Oceans podcast. Oh, friends, family, and random stranger who stumbled into this podcasting network, it is beyond an honor and a privilege to come to you guys live from my bedroom and to do something I love, which is experiencing life with you, going through the trials and tribulations, talking about anything and everything that we ever see in front of us, and finally doing this on a weekly basis to let you guys know not only are you not alone in this life, but there's somebody else out there experiencing it with you. That's why I love podcasting. That's why I think this premise of the future we are in now, that I can record an audio and visual devicing platform, a little audio file and visual file that can be uploaded for the internet for anyone at any time in any place to listen to. If you don't think that's incredible just to think about, we are not really thinking hard enough, as my friend Scoo always says. So guys, thank you for joining in. This is going to be a great time and great adventure. And if this is your first time into the Shallow Ocean, podcast, let me give you the slogan of the show. In a world that seems so vast, it's really not as deep as you think. It's that simple. We are literally in this giant ocean together and we try to make it seem like we're drowning so many times yet we've never stood up and just looked at how shallow it really is. It's ankle deep most of the time and we try to make it harder than it really should. So that's what I've kind of done throughout my explorations and everything I've been through throughout life. I've kind of found myself sitting in this location, sitting in this place in time and space and just rifting with you. And I think that's the best thing about it is that every week is something new. And just like this week, for example, so a lot of people who have followed along this adventure, I have done this now for multiple years. I took a long hiatus because I was doing a brand new anime podcast, which is now off the ground and it's running so swimmingly and smoothly and funly so i'm so pumped about that one i'm having a great time with it shout outs anime senpai podcast anything and everything animation go to it enjoy it it's more freaking content to consume by yours truly so who wouldn't want to endeavor in that and have a good time doing it so i hope you guys are doing well i do apologize for taking too much time away but like life goes there is no such thing as time the moment has forever been now and now is the time again to do this with you so hopefully your family and friends are doing well hopefully you've done something for the first time that you haven't done in a long time because i like to always say this when i ask people when's the last time you've done something for the first time and most of the time when i ask that to people they always give me the blank stare like the zombie stare they're just like what do you mean (sighs) last time i did something for the first time it's a lot of abbreviations pronoun syllables and soliloquies basically saying when was the last time you did something new and a lot of the times we get so consistently stuck in this routine this just matrix system of life that just keep redundantly telling you go to school nine to five get a job nine to five get a wife have some kids nine to five nine to five 60 years old now i'm working a nine to five but now i'm retiring now i only have nine left to five to live (laughs) it's It's crazy to me to think that we can get so consumed with our lives and we can get so stuck in this daily rotation, we sometimes don't stop and just look around us and say, why are we doing this religiously? Why are we doing this exponentially and supercalifragilisticexpialidociously in such a consistent cycle that we've never stopped just to ask ourselves, are we enjoying this? Like really, think about that for a second before we get into today's topic too. How many things in your life are you really doing that you truly enjoy? 
Not many. I mean, think about it. You got to work to live. It's the shit society we're stuck in here in the Americas of the capitalistic society. You have to make some bread, some cheddar, if you want to obey by the rules left at hand. You want a place to sleep, like the bedroom I'm doing this podcast with? Well, you're going to have to afford the mortgage. Oh, do you want to have a car and have some payments with that or a cell phone or internet service to upload this show for you guys to listen to? You're going to have to play the rat race. But the trick is to not get lost in the race itself. So that's why I've asked you, How many things do you really do that you enjoy? How many hobbies do you really have as a person? How many people are in your life doing something that they truly and authentically love doing? It's rare. It is very rare to find those people. Because trust me, when I was in school, we all heard the same thing. Well, if you do what you love, you're never working a day in your life. No, that is true. I'm somebody who does radio. I do voice work. I do podcasting. I do content creation. It is very time consuming. Don't get me wrong. Do I enjoy it? Absolutely. But it is still a job. You have to really realize what you're doing, right? So when you understand the premise that You have to play this game to move forward and do the things you like. You just don't want to get lost in the sauce. So it is an important question to ask. When's the last time you did something for the first time? For myself, I constantly try to do different things, different environments with different people, or go to even the smallest thing of a different store, shop somewhere different for the first time, go to a different gym since I'm a gym head, go on a different hiking path, talk to somebody you think is cute for the first time. Like You have to remember... This life is an experience. Everything we are experiencing is together connected through whatever this source may be, right? So that's the fact of it. You have to take advantage of this moment. And what I mean by that is you need to capitalize on opportunities because think of it this way. You have to make a choice no matter what you do in life. So if you choose to do nothing, that is a choice in its own. So if you make a choice to put yourself in positions to find something different in life or to set yourself up with an opportunity for something else to approach you, I guess, or a sense, or to open the door so you can walk through it, that's the secret to life, is finding the reasons of why you are here and understanding that every moment is dear to you. So that's how you can start to capitalize and find different notions of life that you can benefit from. Thus, a job or a career you can enjoy Because again, it's going to take time. It's consuming. Trust me. Why do you think I'm still single in this life? Relationships are time consuming. You think I want to spend time and involve that or kind of commit to something or invest in something if I don't see no attributes of beneficial progression? You got to really think about that too from a relationship standpoint. How many people are just getting in relationship standpoints because they're lonely? Bro, what? I can't tell you how many people I've talked to They have this weird mindset of themselves and they think for some reason, not only is there this invisible timeline that everyone has to somehow be on board with, like, oh, by the time you're in your late 20s, you might want to think about looking for somebody to settle down with. You're in your 30s, might want to start moving forward with your career, find that person, maybe get married, start to get yourself a mortgage with houses that are almost a million dollars for a townhome, like literally. $500,000 to a million dollars for a townhome next to me. That is insane. Got to get on the timeline, though. Got to make sure you got a mortgage. Get that equity. Make sure you have two children by the time you're 40. Timothy and Deborah. (laughs) I just don't get it, right? I don't know where these timelines came from. 
I don't know why we're all on board with this weird, realistic uh, life timeline of what we must do. And it trickles into your life. It trickles into the things that you end up doing with the people you spend time with. And all of these people that I like talk to that are in relationships, most of them don't even like the other person. Most of them are just lying to themselves or faking it till they make it. Because in this society, there is no such thing as courting. There is no such thing as dating. We have turned into a society now that is quite literally a hookup society and a society that's based on lonely people getting together to be less lonely. But the trick is, if you're lonely when you're by yourself, you're going to be lonely with somebody else, especially even more when they're not around because you never fix the issue of what you were suffering from, which was your own self-understanding and consciousness of who you are. You have to be okay with being by yourself because in this life and reality, the only person I can guarantee you that will always be there for you besides myself now is yourself. You really have to remember that. Nobody else is going to be there for you on a 24-7 span than you will. So why are you always so hard on yourself? Why are you always talking down on yourself? Why are you putting yourself in situations that you know you deserve better? Why are you in a relationship with somebody who doesn't match your energy? Who doesn't put the same effort that you put into it? Who doesn't love you as hard as you love them? Don't you think that's settling? I mean, if I'm looking around, yeah, feels like settling to me. Why would you put up with something and be so belligerently disrespectful for your own self-sanity and respect factor to just be with somebody else because you're lonely? Hmm. Kind of funny how that trickles into the whole rat race aspects that I just set up and asked when was the last time you did something for the first time? How is all of this connected in this inner circle of how I'm setting up the show today? It's all you. Everything starts with you. That's what I've realized. Why do you think I'm sitting here today and doing this for you? I'm not doing this for fame. I'm not doing this for likes. I'm not doing this for money. I'm simply doing this because there is something inside that tells me to give my knowledge to you. What knowledge is that? Just the experiences I've had. Because life is one of the biggest sitcoms of your life. It's the biggest joke once you realize it that it's just an experience. That's all this is. You're just experiencing yourself. So really challenge yourself. Really take the time to look outside the box more. Put self out of self, right? Like be aware of what you're doing. Don't react too quickly. Don't just jump onto the first thing that presents itself. Don't just be on the first bandwagon of anything that anything comes to you. Go try things. Shout outs to my buddy Megas, Chris, who's going to like raves now and EDC, different things like that, concerts, because he loves these music festivals, the people he meets and the experience he gets from it. Bro, all power and love to you. Do the things that make you have fun. Don't substitute that or subjugate it for anything else. Subjugate it. It's like, what are we doing? So that's why I asked you. And every time I do this show with you, I'm going to keep asking because I want you to finally have an answer. When was the last time you've done something for the first time? I myself, I'll give you a fun one. I talked to some cute girl at the gym. We vibed, had a good time. Left a note on her car. Didn't go well because apparently she wasn't a fan of me leaving a note on her car because and it was cute. It was something stupid, quick and simple. Just said like, shoot me a text. You know, let's get it. Let's get a workout in. Didn't work out. Shot it down. Next time I saw her, oh, I have a boyfriend. Okay. I never asked if you had one. I was just trying to work out to get to know you. But apparently in the hookup culture we live in, you're trying to sleep with people if you're engaging. Now, I've been celibate for seven years. I'm pretty sure I can do another two. <laughs> you know, like, what, what are we talking about here? Like, that's the craziest thing to me. But at least I did do something for the first time that I haven't done in a long time. Went out on a limb. Had some fun. 
try to make something engaging and stimulate at least somebody in a different way. So hopefully for yourself, you don't settle for anything. You don't take anything for granted and you really embrace everything within the now. There is no tomorrow. There never was a yesterday. It's a constant repetitive motion of this exact moment. So that's why one of the craziest things I've ever heard before I get in the show today, I love doing this little rant with you. Somebody said, if you live in the past, you live in depression. If you live in the future, you live within anxiety. But if you live within now, you have peace. Because this is all there is. Why are you worried about what's coming tomorrow? Why are you worried about the things you did yesterday? I'd rather regret the things I did than I didn't do. You know how much that hurts to think about what if? It's a scary thing to do. And that also ties into when was the last time you did something for the first time? Go talk to them. Is somebody cute? Go say what up. You want to try some new food? Nobody wants to go with you? You want to see a movie and nobody's trying to go watch it? Go see it. Who cares? All these people around you, whatever you do within the moment, they're going to forget. People aren't there to keep you regulated. The system doesn't work that way. It's a self-sustaining system. Everything revolves around us. So go out there. Have some fun. Go out there and try something new. Maybe even meet somebody new or cook some new food. Try cooking for the first time. I love cooking. I just went and bought a bunch of stuff that I'm probably not going to end up cooking because I'm recording a podcast right now, you know? So it's a lot of fun. So today's topic and the thing I really wanted to talk to you guys about, I want to shout out a homie that I've had for a long, long time. This is a guy that I knew back in the school days. We went to the same school, I think even elementary school, definitely junior high and high school. His name is Armando Galindo, and he was a big fan of this show when I did it just the audio side. It's nice to have the video side too, because look at this handsome mug. Like, what am I doing? Not giving it to you more. I... I saw a video rant he had today. It was on Instagram. And he has no idea I'm recording this. I'm going to let him be surprised if he ever listens to this show again. Because it's been on a hiatus for a little bit. He went on a rant. And he's a delivery driver. I think it's for... I think it's UPS or FedEx. Probably FedEx. FedEx, I think. And when he was doing this rant, he talked about his involvement and engagement he had with somebody today. In a circumstance that really hit him deep. So the gist of it is that he ended up, I believe, delivering a package to somebody and he had a really in-depth conversation. And while he was having this conversation, it led to this guy showing a very dark thing he is suffering from, which is, oh man, alcoholism, depression, deception, dismay, self-consciousness, and even suicidal tendencies and thoughts about his own life. And as I was hearing Armando talk about it in his, uh, his video rant, he was saying that it really hit him at home because there was times in his life back when he was younger that he put a gun to his head and didn't pull the trigger. He went through some times that were very dark where he didn't know his purpose or where he was going or his why, and he wasn't sure about what he was doing. And so as he was talking to this guy and trying to give him some motivation, trying to give him some love and trying to give him a little bit of a zesto, you could say, to help his life and to move him a little bit out of the darkness and show him the light again, he left him with a phrase. And within their conversation, he helped him with a plethora of different things and insights of like different things to help motivate himself, like try to stop drinking, dude, like spend time with your mom and your daughter, like focus on the things that are in front of you. Stop worrying about these what ifs, the what were's, like you're, you're creating this fake reality. And he really told him a lot of good things. But the thing he said that stuck with me 
And is the biggest reason why I wanted to do today's show on this is he asked him this question and said, you need to be able to find this or else you will be lost within this world. He said, find your why. Now that's a very powerful phrase. And within three words, you're saying a lot in a very brief span. To say find your why has so much hidden within it. What do you mean why? What does that mean? What's my why? What you, where's the why? What am I doing? What, how do I define a why? Well, that's the entire question itself. You have to find why you're here. You have to find why you wake up in the morning. You have to find why you fell in love. You have to find why you're driving so fast. <laughs> you're so ambitious. The whys are in a plethora of ways, but it comes down to what is your purpose? What are you doing? What are you chasing? What do you wish to become? Where are you trying to end up? Why? The most powerful question you could ever ask anything or anybody at any waking moment. Why? Do you remember when we were children? Or if you have kids of your own now, my mother, she runs a, a daycare. So I get to see a lot of these kids at times. And they're all young, ages from one to six, right? Before they go into pre-K and preschool and elementary, right? And a lot of these kids, as they grow and they age, they're starting to download because children are supercomputers. For the first seven years of their life, they are digesting everything, and I mean everything and anything that's around them. And especially when they see an older figure of a person, somebody who's doing these things and almost seems like they are just like a god. Somebody who is doing so much when you just barely know what is. Like you're trying to figure out what you're doing. Who are you? What is going on? My brain can't even fathom all this stuff yet, but I'm digesting everything. A lot of the time, they turn into this stage where they ask, why? Why? So they'll see you and you're like, all right, honey, it's time to take a bath. Why? Well, we want to make sure that we, we clean you up. You're a little stinky. You're a little dirty from playing outside. Why? Well, because you're outside tumbling around and you got some dirt on you. Why? Well, the earth itself has a lot of debris and it has a lot of dirt and grains and all this stuff that comes from the actual creation of what we're on. Why? It's a great question. A lot of us are actually wondering, what is this? And we're trying to figure out what it is and why we're on it. Why? So it's funny because the more you ask why, the deeper you can get to a answer. So that's why it's important to find your why is because as you keep asking, it's going to branch off into multiple of different questions and it's going to go into a very long and interesting path of you asking the simple question, why? And it's a fun one. Embrace it. Find it and hold on to it because just like this guy had with his interactions with Armando he was lost and a lot of people in this life right now are lost there's a reason why it's called the American dream because you have to be asleep to see it that's why it's a dream it's not reality you shouldn't be trying to be like these celebrities you see who have mansions, that have so many followers in the paparazzi at their becking call, who have so many cars, yachts, planes, all this stuff. I'm not sure if you've heard of this term, but it is very prevalent. And since I work in entertainment, I've met more and more people who have a lot of money. More money, more problems. It comes with it. 
you have to realize it's like the great line from uh, Peter Parker's uncle or grandpa, whatever his name is, Uncle something. I'm butchering it, I know, but it's in the Spider-Man series. Uncle Ben, I'm glad I remembered that. He says to Peter Parker, with great power comes great responsibility. It's a big reason why we're in a shit world right now, because the people who have the most power... They're not doing any good with it, and you can just look around and tell me I'm wrong. That's why we have a stupid two-party system that nobody can get along with. That's why we have all of these distractions and these coliseum of gladiators playing sports, so we never sit down as like a populace and get together before they smited the Tower of Babel and separated all humans from skin color, creed, religion, race, genders, and languages. We've never been able to sit down and just communicate and figure things out. And so it trickles now into your own life and into your own being and gets you so distracted with so many things around us. It's almost incredible to see how far this really goes with so many people getting lost in the sauce. And it sucks because that's what this world creates, especially in a capitalistic society. It breeds contention. It breeds egotistical nature. And it creates so much pride within people. It's baffling to me. I can't even tell you how many people within Los Angeles, when I go to the studios to work the radio shows, or the people I've met throughout my life adventures, whether it be my friends, my family, relationships I had in the past with some females, like whatever it may be, right? I know, I just assumed all their gender, I know, apologies. I think it's very incredible to see that the ego takes us over so much, it becomes our downfall. That's why this is so important to tie together with finding your why. Because if you start to get lost and have no direction or have no mindset of what you wish to accomplish in this life or some kind of goal or destination or something to accomplish, you will fall for anything. It's the same thing people talk about. What do you stand for? What do you believe? What do you see to be real? What is important to you? So a lot of people say, you know, friends, family. A lot of people say family, God, my connection, my spirituality, my ascension. A lot of these things, right? Okay, but is that your why? You know what I'm saying? And so this is even a harder question for a lot of people to answer. And I've even thought about this for myself. Let's strip away everything you know. Let's take away your family, and I'm not talking about barbaric, dark stuff. I'm just saying remove it from your life, right? So let's take away your family, your friends, your job, uh, your possessions, your hobbies, anything that you identify with, right? That you keep close and that is a very big of importance to you. Let's remove all of it. Who are you? Can you really answer that question? And if you answer it instantly... I'm very curious as to why you would answer that so fast. It's a very hard question to ask and to answer because when you remove everything and strip away the entirety of almost your ectoskeleton, the thing that makes you who you are, who are you behind all of that? So if you're someone who loves sports, let's remove sports. You're somebody who has a family, let's remove the family for now. Your career, a business, you're a business uh, owner, partner, whatever. Remove all of that. Who are you? Why are you here? It's a very existential question, I know, but it's not as deep as you think it is. We are just an experience. Like We are literally just an entity within the now. I myself... 
I had to have an ego death when I was younger. And there's a big reason why I think shrooms or psychedelics are something fun to try once in your life. Because I tried it once a long, long time ago. And ever since I had that experience, life has seemed very different to me in a multitude of facets. I don't think somebody needs to do microdosing or go like the Aaron Rodgers on a darkness retreat and turn the lights off so I see nothing so I can reflect within from outer inner outer. Or, you know, like have the... I don't even remember the tea, but it's like some crazy ashwagandha or something like that, but ayahuasca, right? You don't need to go to those crazy extents to have this superficial existential out-of-body experience and see the holy entity of God itself, Yahweh, Yeshua, Hashem. You don't need to go to that extreme, but you have to have an experience that takes away the things you identify with because as I stated, the ego is incredibly powerful. The ego is something that will destroy you without you even realizing it. You will start to have this predisposed nature of how you carry yourself. Because again, this is how you now identify yourself because this is the person you think you are. It will fight off things that you don't agree with. It will blatantly take control of you and use your emotions to benefit itself, to conquer everything and anything that would ever enable you over itself and allowing you to drive the vehicle of your s, you know, your essence, your ability as a person. It will constantly grab that from you. It will take it from you and it will divide you with it. And it's a scary thing. Because that is one of the leading things that destroys most people around us. You want to know why I say that? Go back and look at what happened with COVID. This isn't a discussion about what is, what it was, what was right, what was wrong. Just look how people went to such extremes so rapidly. Exiling family members that disagreed with things that you said. That didn't follow along the mainstream narratives because they thought differently. And they were exercised for it. Almost ostracized thrown into it feels like camps almost like what can you imagine looking back on that a couple more years from now and thinking we thought we did the right thing because we trusted people to give us the best advice when they didn't even know it's a whole different rabbit hole we can go down but it's the fact of what i'm talking about is do you know how powerful that one experience was to remove people let's go with trump when Trump was elected in one office, do you know how divisive he was towards everybody? Literally people were saying this and it blew my mind. They literally said word for word, anybody but him. Okay, there's Joe. You said anybody. Let's give you a guy who can barely put sentences together and probably is like a hand up his buck side. Like it's literally a ventriloquist doing stuff and we have no idea. But guess what? Better than orange man. Orange man bad. What? They're all part of the problem. And you know what they're all feeding into? Your ego. And you know what else they're taking away from? All of this stuff. COVID. All of these things with presidential elections, politics, world wars, all this. Do you know what it's taking away from? You. Your ascension. It's taking away from you realizing who you are and what you are. The reason why you are here, experiencing this moment of time. Why are you a part of this? It's just random? I'm sorry to break it to you, but this is not random. This is not a coincidence. The fact of what it takes to put every atom in your body to be a condensed molecule and to stay together as it is when everything in the world is 99.9% not a solid mass, it just seems like it because that's how our eyes perceive everything, 
should tell you a lot. The fact of the sun and the moon, and if one wasn't here, the world wouldn't be able to exist. If bees were gone, everything would die. It's just, it's so crazy. The oxygen levels, whatever. All of this has purpose, and it knows its why. That's why it's doing what it does. We might not know it to be truth or not, because we might not be told it, but there's a purpose for all of it. And this goes back to you. I didn't mean to get so, like super over-the-top existential, but it's a very important thing to see that there's a lot of distractions that are going to take away from you. It's also a big reason why they shove relationships down your throat. And they tell you, you need to be with somebody. Why aren't you with somebody? Oh, you're mid-20s now? Oh, you're early 30s? You're 40s? Oh, man. It's going to suck dying alone. It's going to suck to be that Karen with all those cats feeding them all by himself. It's going to be terrible when you're a guy just watching all your friends have no friends anymore because they're all having families. So you better conform and have kids too or you won't be a part of the fix. Really? Why? What happened asking the why, right? Well, it's because of your lineage. You got to keep your lineage going. Really? Have you seen people nowadays? Lineages? Oof. What kind of lineages are we leaving? What? Like I'm just saying, we don't ask why anymore. So that's why I was so inspired when I heard Armando's rant and how it connected with him because we go through so much in this life and we lose sense of what is important to us. We lose sense of the little things, enjoying every step of the way. This is a brief blink of an eye, this whole existence we're a part of. This body, this vessel, it's so temporary that we think everything else is permanent. So that's why we see death as a permanent, right? You don't die. That's not how this works. You just remove to the next. There's levels to this. There really is. Drake might not be the best rider of his life, but you know, whatever the ghost rider feeds him, when they say there's levels to this, there is. So you have to find comfort in knowing there's more than just yourself. Your problems are not problems at all. They're just obstacles you have to overcome. And anything that you do is all self-inflicted. Nothing is outside of self. Everything around you is a reflection of you. The world is a bank account. What you deposit is what you will withdraw. That's all you can take. So if you be doing a lot of bad out there, trust me, a lot of bad is coming your way. You put a lot of good, good is coming your way. That's how this works. It's a karmatic system. It really is that simple. So think of it with your life now too. Anything and everything that is happening to you, I don't mean to break this to you, but somebody has to. It's all you're doing. Yeah, everything. Whether you want to believe it or not, you are in control of everything that happens to you. This is negating the whole childhood stuff and when you're too young to make decisions. No, 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 no. Let's be realistic, okay? We're talking about grown-up stuff here, right? Young teen, young adulthood, all that stuff. You choose your partner. You're not forced to be with them. You chose them. Don't say anything else. You chose them. I can't believe he cheated on me. He was not that kind of guy. Obviously, he is. He cheated on you. What do you mean he's not that kind of guy? I just didn't see this coming. We were so happily married for 10 years. You were. Obviously, he wasn't. You know what I'm saying? Like, everything is internal. You have to stop blaming other people for your problems. You've chosen all of this. I can't believe my friend, dude. He literally just used me for two years, took money from me, all this, and then just disappeared. Choose better friends. 
You that lonely? That you gotta bring in somebody like that? Oh man, I can't believe it. My tire, dude, blew up on the freeway. Now, my car... When was the last time you checked your PSI? When was the last time you checked your tires? Like, what? It goes through so many different things. Oh, my health, dude. I feel terrible all the time. Literally, I'm sick 24-7, dude. Uh, the doctors are giving me more prescriptional drugs to help me feel better. Can you just stop it? What are you eating? What is your exercise levels? Self-accountability seems to be non-existent nowadays. Everybody wants to be the victim and point the finger. It's you. Your fault. It's in the food. Stop eating it. It's in the air. Go somewhere better. What? It's the people. You're choosing to be around them. Like, God, dude. It's it's really sad. I empathize and I pity so many people in this life because they never realized you're the captain of this ship, man. Everything and everything that's happening to you is ultimately your choice. It doesn't matter if you're living under a bridge because you have nothing right now and the world's against you or you're living in the biggest mansion next to the Kardashians, which by the way are succubuses and that's a whole nother discussion. It's all a part of now and it's your decision. So find your why. That's how you can guide through all of these things in life. That's why with myself, no matter how busy I get, no matter where life takes me, no matter if somebody comes into my life again one day and I'm blessed with finding some love and all that stuff, that's amazing. But I still know my why. Do you want to know what my why is? It's probably going to blow your mind at how simple it is. It really is a simple answer. To be free. And I don't mean this in a stupid sense where it's like, oh, break the matrix. I'm not trying to sound hipster and cool. I just want to be free of everything, free of body. I don't want to be stuck to this vessel. I don't want this vessel to control me to where I need to have sexual urges. I never watched porn. I didn't care for that. I don't want to watch other people doing something I should just do then. You know, like I didn't care for relationships. I didn't jump at the first one that jumped at me because why? Why do I need to be accepted by somebody I don't even know? I don't jump into a job just for money. I do stuff I enjoy. Like, that's what I'm saying is to be truly free is mentally, spiritually, and physically removed from everything that tries to weigh you down. You want to know how dangerous that is to the society as well? You're somebody who's a free thinker. You can look this up yourself. Go Google it. Your favorite search engine because nobody can think anymore. Wonder why ChatGBT all of a sudden is the biggest thing in the world because nobody can even remember their own freaking phone numbers nowadays. My last four to my social? Uh, dude, I think it's my last four. Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and Twitter. Those are my last four socials. Okay. <laughs> you can look this up yourself. And I kid you not, the Rothschilds family, who are the biggest investors in pharmaceutical, educational, it goes deep, right? They have a quote, one of the guys who was the head of the new educational system in the early 1900s, 1904, six, whatever it was, 1902, quote for quote, literally said, I want a nation of workers, not thinkers. Wow. Wow. It just goes to show you. Everything is trying to distract you from your why. The entire world wants to take you away from your purpose. And what purpose is that, you might say? It's not for me to decide. But there also is no levels of degree of importance to purposes 
like the world tries to beat into your brain of importance. If you're an NBA player and you're on the Los Angeles Lakers and your name is LeBroniathan Jameson, you're now important. What? You're now Tom Cruise in Mission Impossible. Maverick fighting uh, gunships. Commander, I'm going down. Goose! You're important. What? Just because the world sees you for accomplishing something of virtue through a public eye or financial status, that doesn't make you important. Sorry to bust your ego here, but you're going to need an ego check. Just because you're somebody, I'm distinguished, I graduated from Harvard with one of my pinnacle of master doctrine, you might Elysian, I graduated with a philosophical degree in Aristotleism. What? I went to Northwestern. I went to UCLA. I went to USC. Congratulations on remembering a lot of stuff. Now you're going to have to pay a lot of money just because you can say you did it. Because you bought into the system. Well, what do you mean? Gotta go to college. Gotta get a good job. Um, don't know if you know this, but with the technological era we're in right now, you can literally start anything at any time. You don't have to finish school. I know I'm going against the grain here and telling you this. I'm not telling you to drop out of school. I'm saying if you know what you want to do in life, go do it. If you want to be a mechanic, go to a trade school. Why are you wasting time? If you want to be somebody who's an artist, start posting your stuff. You want to be a content creator? Post it. Who cares what anybody says? Like, that's the secret to all of this and why this world is so much more simplistic than we really want to talk about. It all makes sense when you just look past the bullcrap. It all starts to come together when you find your why. So find things that are important to you now. And trust me, your why can continue to grow. It should never be stagnant or stuck at a certain level. It should continue to grow. Because why would you limit yourself? It's like a dream. If you have a dream so big that you're chasing, I want it to seem impossible. I want you to be the guys back in the day that were like, we're going to fly one day. People are like, fly. You're tripping balls. You must have got into grandma's mushroom stash again, didn't you? Hey, Seuss. Uh, no, I didn't. But guess what? It's Javier. Uh, it's, it's, the dream should be big. The dream should be so incredibly big that anybody you tell about it will think you're crazy. That's a dream to chase. Your why doesn't have to be that grand, right? Your why can simply be why I woke up today. Why I'm going to move forward. Why I'm going to work a little bit harder. Because I found my reason for that why. Why, you ask me? For my daughter. I'm going to do it for her. Because she deserves the life I didn't have. And since I chose to bring her into this, and she maybe chose to come into that vessel, who knows, I'm going to choose to do it better for her now. Because I chose that. My why? To get a better house for my family. Because they deserve to be more comfortable than all of us living in a one-bedroom apartment. My why? I'm going to go move out of state. It's just too much here. The politics, this and that. I just want to get away. I want to get a little bit more simpler, have some land to myself, and just enjoy. Find your why. You know why? I just want to have peace. Inner peace. John Lennon, when he was a kid, and the teacher asked him, So what do you want to be when you grow up, Johnny? And he was like, Happy, Mrs. Johnson. I wish to be happy. She's like, I don't think you understand the assignment. I don't think you understand life. Just saying, it doesn't have to be grand. Your why doesn't have to be something that'll get 
everyone talking about it. Your why doesn't have to be something that's going to give you exposure on content and all this stuff. Because most of these content creators that we see that are blowing up, they just wanted the recognition. They wanted to feed their ego. They love to have everyone talk about them. I blew up a little bit on TikTok when I was doing the anime stuff. Didn't feed my ego. Do you know how many times I got muted? on commenting on my own posts because I would spend time and answer everybody's comment they left me, even if it was a hate question or a hate thing, a hate statement, a question, a compliment, whatever. I spent time because a couple of those videos got like millions of views. So I got like tens of thousands of comments. So I tried to respond to everybody because you took the time. Why wouldn't I take the time? You're important. You're my why. You're the reason why I do this. <laughs> I mean, I kind of beat the punch there. I was going to get to that for myself about why I'm doing this podcast today, but you're my why. So if I'm doing something and posting content, it's not for me. If it's for me, why am I posting it? That's what I've always thought about too. Like anybody you see on social media, if they're posting stuff a lot, it's not for them. If a girl is dressing up extra sexy, your girlfriend or whoever it is, or a girl at the gym, she's got like booty shorts and a little spaghetti strapped, you know, sports bra on. It's for me. It makes me feel sexy. No, you want the attention. You like when people look at you. It makes you feel seen. Because for some reason, you feel like you have never been seen in your life because you don't see the person you are yet. You haven't found your why. And it's okay. You can be proud of what you have. Trust me, I'm in pretty good shape for everything I've done in my life. I eat very well. I exercise a lot. And I look really good. But trust me, I wear baggy shirts a lot. And then sometimes I wear a tank top if it's hot outside. I don't dress to have in a cadence or an accordance with the place I'm going to. It's whatever's available. I literally have a chair right next to me that has a bunch of shirts on it. I just grab one and put it on. Most of the time I wear the same shirts because they're right there. <laughs> you know, after I wash them, I put them back. So much of stuff in my closet I haven't worn in probably months. Just how it goes. But you have to remember though, there's reasons for everything. Everybody around you has a purpose and a reason for why they do it. I'm sure you might've heard this before too. It's not what they lied about if somebody lies to you. It's why they're lying. The why is the important factor. It's not what they're saying, but the why. Why are they lying? Why are you waking up? Why are you working so hard? Why are you with her? Why are you so close with your mother? Why aren't you with somebody? Why are you abstinent? Why are you doing podcasts? You know, like that's the thing. You have to be able to ask the whys to yourself. Don't wait for somebody else to ask it to you because then it's too late. It's like asking for water after you're dehydrated. Well, you were dehydrated because you didn't have enough water. You should have drank water first. Don't wait for somebody else to ask you why. Ask yourself. You got to look around once in a while and keep yourself accountable because this whole entire world, it's, it's a giant game and the game is to beat yourself. I'm here to tell you that that's the secret to all of this. There's a lot of deeper stuff out there in the sense of like what the world is, where we come from, what's our start, are we really floating through space at billions of miles around a floating object that's going to blow us all into smithereens? It's a lot of big mumbo jumbo, right? That's why space doesn't allure me because it makes you feel minuscule in the cosmos, right? What if we're in the center of everything? We don't know. We're just trusting people to tell us. You know what I'm saying? Like, find your why. And I can promise you, the world will see a little bit brighter when you wake up in the morning. So for myself, sometimes I sleep in. I don't feel like I wasted a day. I felt like my body needed some rest. When I go outside with no shirt on and just enjoy all the fruits and vegetables that I planted, checking up on them, making sure there's not too many bugs or making sure the plants, they're trimmed well enough. The trees have been pruned because it's springtime, the start of the year, you know, like it's, 
I find simplicity in the moment. I find my purpose within the now. And the now is all I'll ever enjoy. Because this is all that there is. I don't make plans for months and months to come. I don't care for that. The most I ever plan in advance is the two weeks I take off from the studios every single year at the same time. The end of August. Because we had a timeshare down at the beach. So we go enjoy ourselves. So it's just automatically entered. I'm not planning it. It's just going to happen. Eventually, I'll be in that now. It's not right now, but it will be now soon. You know, like it's, it's a trip. It really is. So that's why I really wanted to present this to you and really bring you some information and some guidance and just some good energy. I feel like just me doing this is going to give you a little bit of love. Plus, you can come back to it anytime. So anytime you feel a little bit down, I got a plethora of stuff, man. Look on my any uh, podcasting platform. You can go see every single show I've done up to this point. And I've done about everything. Haven't had guests yet, but I'm going to start having them. Anything. And it'll bring your mood up. It's my why. My why is you. You are the reason why I do this. You are important. You are somebody to me. Whether I ever meet you in this physical plane, I've met you through this, and I'm talking to you right now. Whether you think I am or I'm not, that's all up to your judgment. It's up to your ego. It's up to your preference of identity, if you want to listen. Because I can say some stuff that you may have never heard before and think it's kooky. I may say, say, like, say some stuff that hits really close to home. It kind of makes you a little, little yearning for some more. Or I might say some stuff that makes you laugh and gets you excited. That's a win too. For me, if I can make you think, if I can make you feel, if I can make you experience something within the right now, I did my job. And I think that's all I could ask for. That's my why. My why is to be better for those who are around me. My why is to be able to have the answers for those who don't. My why is to find a reason for not doing more. Why don't I do more? Why have I been comfortable with doing less? Why haven't I tried to help more people? Why didn't I do this when I had the opportunity? I keep myself accountable, and I really do. I'm the person that will have to always be there for myself, and I'll always have to answer for who I am, because I inhabit this vessel. This is my ability to be here with you. So that's my why. My why is you. My why is selflessness, to remove self and do more or less. Selfless. <laughs> it's kind of crazy when you do those together, right? Because less means you're doing not as much. That's why it's less. More means you're doing a lot, right? Less means you do little. So selfless, less of self. That's why you're selfless. I think that's one of the best things you can be in this life. Selfless. Because there is no self. It's we. We're all one. This is one experience. I am just a part of you as you or I am I. That sounded crazy, but yeah, we'll go with it. <laughs> That's my why. So for yourself, I hope that you really take some time to really get to know who you are. Find some time to be alone. Being alone in this world right now is one of the hardest things to do. It's kind of crazy too, because my mom's side of my culture, uh, I'm the firstborn American on both sides. Dad's from Germany, his whole family, and my mom's from Macedonia. If you don't know where Macedonia is, it's right above Greece. It was the old Republic of Yugoslavia before they switched up, and now they split up into different nations like Croatia, Bosnia-Herzegovina. My whole culture over there was very simplistic with their life and how they lived, and it's really cool to know that I'm setting my own track 
Like, I'm, I'm literally the Christopher Columbus out here, and it's pretty crazy <laughs> seeing where this takes me. Uh, that's probably why my mom named me Alexander the Great, to do some great things, and kind of seems like she picked a good name <laughs> for me to live up to. Want to know why? Because it makes me ambitious. It keeps me humble. It lets me know that no matter how big I get, I don't care. Like, it's not going to change who I am. If I get a lot of money, trust me, y'all are going to have a lot of it. Why do I need it for? For what reason? If I can afford a house to lay my head down, the food that feeds my belly, the gas that fills the car to go to where I need to go, what else do I need money for? Nature is free. The world is free. Go out there and enjoy it. I don't need to go to the most lavish hotel in the world. I don't need to stay in the biggest house. I don't need to drive the fanciest car. I don't play that game. That game is not for me. I'm somebody who has never had money in his life. And even when I have some money, I still don't consider it money. It doesn't exist. It's just a bunch of IOUs. I'm holding on IOU, so now here's my IOU for your IOU for the things you gave me, so I owe you more. <laughs> it has no value, you know? So just don't get lost, please. Please take your time and find your why. Take your time and to look around you. So when you wake up, see who's really close to you. See if you're doing enough for them, because selfless, I think, is a big part of the why. You can't find your why and be of self if you're not less, because that is what creates the purpose of what you're doing. So like a teacher, right? Teachers are supposed to be selfless, but a lot of teachers now I've seen are very selfish. They're pushing a lot of this stuff now with the culture of politics. They're pushing a lot of that stuff into kids' faces that they don't need right now. They're too young for that. They don't need to know about genders. They don't need to know about this and that. What It's like it's they don't need that. They're still too young. Let them grow. Give them the excitement, the imagination, and the yearning to be better. Teach them how to articulate themselves. Teach them how to express themselves, how to understand what I am, why I'm here. Don't just throw them into this world of twerking, twerk, 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 twerk. Get it, get it, get it. He's a liar. Yeah, he's a liar. Uh, how do you know? Did you ask him? Like, I, <laughs> I can go on and on about that stuff. And again, that's for a whole nother rant. But we are falling off as human beings and we are just becoming humans, mammals. We got to find our why again. Why are we here? Why are we doing this? What is the purpose of me doing any of this? Just to get by? Just to wait till I die and then, oh, thankfully I'm in eternal bliss. I'm going to heaven. Are you? Like, what? I followed the Bible. It says I'm going there. Are you? Are you a churchgoer or are you a disciple? There's nothing. I'm an atheist. It's all for nothing. Dog, have you ever looked outside on a sunny day after it rains? You ever walked into the woods and just seen what is? What? What do you mean this is all nothing? You're crazy. You are crazy. But I still love you. <laughs> I love all of you. So find your why. Do not be scared to go out on a limb. Do not be afraid to try something new and to set boundaries. You need boundaries in your life. Or else how can you blame anybody for overstepping them if you had none? You have a godly exterior, but you ain't got God in you. Like what? Find yourself. Be selfless. Find your why. And you know what's crazy? This is the part that really trips me out too. I've had more people than I ever want to admit tell me how much I've done for them from just simply doing, from chasing my why. When you chase your why, it's almost incredible how many people are saved because of that. Because it's a world full of what ifs, where's, when, what's, not why's. The five, you know, where, when, where, how, what, we, why, whatever it is, 
those aren't the right W words. It's why. And from me finding my purpose and from chasing it and from loving every attribute of my life and incorporating so much because of it, the struggles, the hardships, it's made me whole. (laughs) And the simple things of just spending time with my mom or going to see my sister, spending a day with some friends, it's, it means the world to me. Less is more. Simplicity is everything. And don't overlook your blessings. Don't overlook the things that you have been given because even those who have the toughest challenges to overcome, they're the strongest people to overcome them because there is something inside of you that will win it. Don't be depressed, man. This why is way too powerful to be depressed. Don't be taking it out on other people. Catch yourself. You better check yourself. That is the thing I'm going to leave you with here before we say goodbye for the rest of this show. You better check yourself before you wreck yourself, okay? Thank you, Cube. Y'all need to check yourself. I hear how some people are talking to their significant other while I'm at the gym or I'm outside doing something. I, I hear how people talk to their children, how they talk to their parents, how they talk to people in their life. And it's like, bro, what? Are you, you really can't be that bad. You're overlooking who they are? Do you want to know something? And this is a very personal thing too. So I was in a relationship, my previous one with my ex. I was with her for like six years, right? We were high school sweethearts. We lived together at my mom's house for a year. Then I got this really good job where I had a house that came with it. It was a crazy working job, but I got a house, salary, all this stuff. So we moved out, lived on our own for almost like a year and a half, right? Do you want to know what's the one thing I miss the most about being in a relationship? Somebody to fall asleep next to. Because falling asleep is your most vulnerable physical state you can be in. Because when you're asleep, anything and everything can happen around you. And you will never know. (laughs) That's the craziest part. So to find somebody you trust that well, that you can fall asleep next to, that means so much. I still remember my mom was one time watching this really corny love show or movie, whatever it was, about these two people who fell in love because they were able to fall asleep next to each other because they couldn't fall asleep, but somehow they, they met each other and they were in a car and they, they just sleep. Like they literally just meet up to fall asleep next to each other. That's powerful. To find somebody you can sleep next to, whew, that's a why I'm worth chasing. <laughs> I love you guys, man. I'm so grateful that if you're still here after this hour of a show for this first YouTube edition, by the way, so everybody listening to this on any audio platform that you're streaming this podcast, shout outs to Scooboy Q. Please go follow him on YouTube too, which is Little Scoo. This kid is editing everything now. And this is why I'm doing more because somebody's helping me do my why. So guess what? Why wouldn't I, right? So this is amazing. You guys can literally, this will be the first video you can see. My, my beautiful face. And guess what? I get kind of sweaty because I get really into this stuff. Wait till summertime. Y'all are going to see me sweating balls in my room. I don't use AC. So it's going to be like 100 degrees in my room at night. I'm going to be dripping. It's going to look like I literally ran upstairs. I can't wait. <laughs> so shout outs to Armando Galindo. My love to you, man. I remember how much you pubbed this show about a year or two ago when I was doing this pretty consistently. Keep doing what you did, man. You're finding your why. Your why is the suffering you have went through that helps others understand their purpose. So all my love to you, man. And all you guys out there, gals and girls and guys and whatever is they's thems, I love you. Thank you for being a part of this, staying a while and listening and being a part of the Shallow Oceans family and movement. Some big stuff is coming again next week. You guys can subscribe and follow me on everything and anything. And I can't wait to endure and enjoy a little more time with you. 
Because guess what? Can't wait to see you next week. I take the break, so.